Shoop de shoop de doo. You're listening to the AP Annual Podcasts, not affiliated with the Associated Press. Shoop shoop. To listen to more of our shows, visit annualpodcast.com. And to support us and help us grow our network, visit patreon.com slash the annual. Video cassette, Friday, April twenty seventh. Yes, twenty seventh. <laughs> uh, wow, big day, big day. Uh, I am Tom Hewinger, and I'm joined by Trevor Williams, my co-host. Trevor Hewinger here. Trevor Hewinger. Trevor Hewinger Williams. Uh, <laughs> You know, today's a weird episode, which makes it fitting that we have a weird intro. Uh, we're joined by uh, annual contributor, founder, extraordinaire, Kevin Cole. Hello. Kevin Cole. You might remember Kevin from the Hook episode. Yeah, I'm back, baby. I remember that. I've been told by many people that that's the episode that really got them hooked on this show. No. Wow. No really? one said that before. Uh, at least nobody said that. <laughs> Uh, that was good. I wish they said that though. So I, I think, you know, something that makes today weird is like, nobody's listening because everybody is at the movie theater right now. I probably am not. Yeah. Same. Everybody's at the movie theater right now watching Marvel's The Avengers Infinity War. Part Uno. Part. Well, but no, it's not part one. Part A. They took that away. Was that? Like a long time ago. Now it's just Infinity War. There's going to be an Avengers 4. Is it Infinity War Part 2? We'll see. I think oh, it's really? A, yeah. Well, they said that they're going to come up with the name after you've had a long time to digest the events of yeah. Infinity War. <laughs> so it's probably not Infinity War 2. So it's not even going to be. So this is the Infinity War. I think, and then Avengers 4 is its own thing. I think it's Avengers for a very long funeral. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Avengers 4. Infinity War. <laughs> Avengers War. Finity War. Finity War. <laughs> finite yeah, it's, it's War. Fine. Yeah. It's a finite war. Oh, that's good. Oh, I hope it's that. Affinity War. They all make up. Yeah. Affinity. So we had something in mind for today's episode, and then we kind of we pivoted because uh, Trevor brought to my attention that, you know, Infinity War is coming out uh, this week. Well, we had an original concept. Well, right. we had a different concept, which was to do a different movie. Right, which is one that we'll still inevitably do. But um, we decided to go ahead and run with the uh, the Marvel the Marvel train. Yeah. We're going to do Captain America today. We're doing Captain America. Yeah. We're breaking all the rules. Everyone loves Captain America. What rule are we breaking? We're, well, we have a lot of rules that we have. Uh, oh, the rule order. that you haven't, you must have seen it before. Yeah, well, that's that's the big rule. That's yeah, a big rule. Breaking. It has uh, to be from the 90s. That's a rule. Yeah. It has to be one that we have seen before and preferably that we liked, mm-hmm. maybe even loved yeah. as kids. Right. But and that we haven't seen it in a long time. None of us have seen Captain America. None of us have seen it. No. Have you seen Captain America? Yeah, with uh, with Hugo Weaving from The Matrix as the Red Man. 
no, no, not that one. Ah, Mr. Well, Anderson. No, I haven't. Oh. Yeah, so in case you're listening along at home and uh, haven't figured it out, we're doing uh, the 1990 classic that nobody has ever watched before ever, uh, Captain America. Well, yeah, we're watching Captain America. Yeah, we're watching yeah. Captain America today. It's a 1990 movie that none of us here have ever seen. Does a person named Chris star in it? I'm going to go ahead and say maybe. Okay. Maybe. Uh Maybe someone named Evan as well. Are there multiple Evans? I don't know. In the movie? In this one. I don't know. There could be two Evans and a Chris. I know very little about this movie other than it exists. It's from 1990. 1990. And it's about Captain America. So let's start off by this. Uh, What do you guys know about Captain America? What, what, What gets you excited about Captain America? Oh, jeez, Kev. He's uh, the hero of our country. He's uh, okay. as American as baseball. He's as a captain as apple pie. And everyone wants to eat him up. <laughs> I thought you were going to say as captain as crunch. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would agree with that. I would yeah. say he, he's not as good as General America or President America. Maybe not yeah. even good as like Major America. I was going to say Major America. <laughs> I don't know all of the ones. Uh, Colonel America. Colonel America. Where is Captain Fall? I'm not a military person. Do you guys uh, know where that works? How that I don't know. Ensign America. Me. I'm not sure. I think uh, is Major below Captain? I think maybe. I don't know. But what if boats are involved, it's a completely different story. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're talking about He can marry people at sea. <laughs> Captain America <laughs> could do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah that's true. And, or, like, or like Starfleet. Mm. Right. That's different, too. If you're the captain yeah. in space, yeah. like a f- Space Force, for example, yeah. then you are like definitely... Like the Air Force, I, but I, I really want <laughs> now to watch Admiral America. Admiral America. Admiral America. He's in charge of a fleet of, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of boats. Um, okay, so... Oh, we're missing something. Yeah, what? He has a shield. He oh, yes. He has a shield. The right. shield looks like the American flag, but if it well, was, it, if the flag was a circle, it looks right. like a, a truncation of it. Like, hey, explain the American flag in a circle. Right. All right, here you go. You got a red circle, a white circle, a blue circle, and a big star in the Little middle. Star. It's yeah, basically America or Puerto Rico or well, Texas. Lots of yeah, actually, a lot of places. Yeah, really. Australia. Totally. Yeah, New Zealand. Uh, he should fight Captain Texas. As arch nemesis. <laughs> According to Captain Texas, he probably is, but no one else actually agrees with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> um, what do you know about Captain America, what Tom? A, uh, he's a super soldier. Oh, yeah. If it wasn't for Captain America, we wouldn't have the Hulk. Because the Hulk is a remnant of the super soldier program. At least it is in the MCU. I don't know about the comic books. I think you're right. Hey, comic book fans, uh, remember, we're talking about a cinematic universe here. I don't remember that at all from the Ang Lee film. (laughs) (laughs) The only Hulk movie I've seen. You didn't see the Edward Norton Hulk? Yeah, they talk about it no. in Fight Club. Guess yeah. what? When we go see when we go see Infinity Wars, there's a lot of holes in okay. what I know. Remember when Tony what? Stark shows up at the end of Fight Club and he's like, "Hey, we're starting. Hey, a team. we're the same guy." Okay, so uh, here's a question: uh, We're you know we've been talking about a movie that no one cares about. 
because there's a movie coming out that a lot of people care about. And my question to both of you is, do you guys care about Infinity War? And are you looking forward to watching it? I'll watch it. Yeah. I'm excited about it. Yeah. I'm cautiously optimistic. Sure. As I have been since the start of the MCU. Yeah. Um, which I will say I'm excited for no other reason other than I've been waiting 10 years for this. This is a whole 10 year thing since Iron Man. And I will say like, despite the, the super consumerist blockbuster Disney fied nature of it. Um, I think it's a cool unprecedented, unprecedented moment in cinema history, uh, that is culminating in this movie and whether it sucks or is great, I think is kind of fun and cool. And I'm looking forward to being part of it just by going to see it. So you don't think it's just going to be they just throw a bunch of superheroes who just go splat on Thanos and then just die? Oh, that's definitely going to be part of it. I think a lot of people are going to die, but only because you have things like the Soul Stone and the Time Stone that can undo those things. Yeah, just we'll just redo it. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Yeah, it's like anybody can die. It's a comic book. We got a stone that can bring it back. Mm -hmm. We'll just restart. My concern is, you know, I saw the new Thor movie, and it was great and lots of fun, but a lot of these superhero movies are like – They'll put me down. When I saw Iron Man three, I fell asleep when they were blowing up his house. Ooh. When I saw when did you, when and where did you see that in the theaters? <laughs> wow! When I saw were you, were, um, were, do you th- was that because you were just that bored? I don't know. I think when things start blowing up, I'm like, all right, story's on pause for a minute. We'll see who's left at the oh, end. So you're a real the- exposition hound. You're I don't just, know. You really I don't need know. that that exposition to keep you going. But then I watched I watched uh, the first Avengers, and there was a part where they're fighting all the baddies in the city, and I just stopped being able to tell who was who. And I was like, all right, we'll see who's here at the end. Interesting. Yeah. I will say I kind of agree. When they do the really big action sequences sometimes – it's a lot on I, screen. It's a yes. lot going on. There's and there's so much, and the camera is like panning really fast. And I only see things in standard definition anyway because I don't I don't like going to see 3D movies. Yeah. And you have to put it on over my glasses, yes. and it's a pain in the ass. Sure. I thought you meant like I only see things in four by three. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I get justified. Um, Twenty four frames per second. That's all I can handle. I can't see things that fast, and yeah, so it just starts to look like wow, that's a real, it's a mess going on right there. Yeah, and just looking at the Infinity Wars trailer, there's uh, so many people in it. Yes. Some of whom I don't even know. Who's that red guy with the glowy thing in the middle of his forehead? Vision. 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 He doesn't okay, even see. have his own movie. And here <laughs> right. he is in this. Where okay. did he come from? I mean, did you oh, see Age of Ultron? No. Uh, okay, well, okay. So, all right. So you should see it. I have seen every single MCU movie. Age of movie. Ultron is seen? evil I, Iron I Man, have. right? You've seen every single MCU movie. I've seen okay. all of them, yeah. Uh, but, Kevin, it sounds like you've got some gaping holes in your MCU. I think I saw Iron Man 2 and Iron Man 3. That's you didn't it? see Iron Man 1? I didn't see Iron Man 1. What? That's the best one! <laughs> That's the one my dad it's kept arguably the only good one. See, but I didn't see it when it was in theaters. Okay. And then Iron Man 2 came out and I went to see it with a group of friends and Iron Man 3 I saw on a date where I fell asleep when they blew up his house. <laughs> yeah. Iron Man 3, the only part I liked was Tony Stark being a dick to children. He's just like Iron Man three. Yeah, I like that. I, I liked Iron Man three a lot, actually. Uh, uh, especially after a second viewing, because after the first time I saw it, I was kind of like, eh, I don't know about that. And then I watched it uh, a couple of years later, and actually, uh, I really liked it. All right. And a big part of it that I liked was that sort of that middle act where it was kind of like, yeah, I'm like, 
hanging out with this kid. That was no, that was the, that was the good part of that movie. Yeah, suffered from bad villain. Like, there's just like sure. a lot that wasn't really going for but it. Ben Kingsley. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean he's fun in it. He is always great. I saw Thor's two and three, but not Thor one. Wow. Okay. Uh, what about uh, you? Didn't see Incredible Hulk? Did you see? You saw the first Avengers movie, kind of. Yes. Did you see the Ang Lee Hulk? Yes. You mentioned it. I yeah, saw that. Okay, Lee Hulk, but not but part not, of the MCU. No, it's not, not the new one. I saw. Did the, you see Black Panther? I saw the first Captain America, and that's the only Captain America. Okay, that's which includes Civil War. Right. Okay. Well, and the Winter. Soldiers I will say that and, the Winter Soldier might be the best Marvel movie that they've ever made. Right. It's good. Yeah, like it's just—it's a really good like action war film. Um, but that one's different from Civil War, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Which I and also so, enjoyed. Well, I like Civil War too, but they should have just called that an Aven- Avengers Civil War because it was an Avengers movie. It yeah. Was it was. Not, like, that's what I thought. That's why I can't keep up with them. I, well, I remember when it came out, and you you put out a status on social media, something that said like uh, uh, all, <laughs> like something about like. Can't believe all those people going to see uh, that Civil War movie, not knowing that it's actually an Avengers movie. You said something along those lines. Wow, yeah, Kevin, that's pretty good to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you, it, I remember you because I remember Props going to, to see you it. for remembering. Well, I remember <laughs> seeing it, and I was like, "He's a hundred percent correct. It was an Avengers movie through mm-hmm. and through, and they just skinned it as a Captain, as America. Captain America movie." I liked in Winter Soldier they had that techno lich. That was cool. That dude, his consciousness or whatever was in the machine. What? Which one? In Winter Soldier, remember? Oh. That dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah, The yeah, Nazi yeah. dude is in That the, weird, like, the little weird yeah. Nazi dude? Techno yeah, Lich. Yeah. Techno Lich. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> I were Techno Lich. Yeah. I were Techno Lich. I saw both Guardians. I love the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, the Guardians are great. are fun. So yeah. The music is, is fun, and it's fun, and they're in space, but it's colorful. It's so like, colorful <laughs> space. Yeah. I was like, you don't see people do space where it's like a fun, colorful It's like Douglas Adams space, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it is. Like Hitchhiker's There's Guide. something about it that's very Douglas Adams. I yeah. would agree with that. Like, totally. there's just all kinds of wonky stuff that's going on in space all the time. Yeah. Uh, are we missing any any big ones in terms of what we've mentioned? Uh, I haven't Man, seen the new Spider-Man. I thought, I thought Ant-Man was enjoyable. I really Man. wanted to see Ant-Man, and then Edgar Wright wasn't directing it anymore, and I was like, oh, I'll see it whenever. Yeah, but Paul Rudd was still in it. I enjoyed yeah. it. I think there's still some Edgar Wright moments that show yeah, up. I, for sure. Apparently Spider-Man was good. A good amount of Spider-Man work. was good, and I was fully expecting not to, like, it, like guffaw over Spider-Man like a lot of people were. but mm-hmm. uh, Great I, villain. Yeah, uh, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton was phenomenal. He was a great Birdman. <laughs> yeah, Birdman. That was so good too. <laughs> is is he in Infinity War? Is Birdman in I, Infinity is Birdman? War? I hope so. Uh, no, I don't. Probably if not. Infinity War turns out to be a sequel to Birdman, it's a Birdman. I will be so pleased. Turns out he he was flying and he was yeah. flying all the way yeah. to fight Thanos. Right? Yeah. Uh, but when he uh, disappears at the end of the movie. That's a, that's you. What you don't see is is Samuel L. Jackson showing up and <laughs> having him join the team. Yeah. <laughs> um, so since we are watching Captain America today, let's talk about some expectations that we might have. A lot of vibranium. So I'm assuming most people out there don't know that there's a 1990 Captain America film. Uh, I've done very limited research because that's the nature of this show, right? And so uh, 
one thing I did find out just in trying to figure out, like, is there a way that we're going to be able to watch this is that there was actually – so the first, like, Captain America on film – 1944, there was a serial Captain America, like, film that had, like, like 14 episodes or something like that that aired in, you know, in in, in the, the moving pictures theater. That's what the, <laughs> the country talkies. needed. Yeah, I, I, yeah, it probably was a talkie because it was 1944. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're still in World War II, so I guarantee there's probably some really good – there's some really good, like – Propaganda stuff in there. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's anti-Nazis, so it's probably fine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the probably, best kind of propaganda. Yeah, my yeah. favorite kind. Propaganda is not a, always a always no. a bad thing. <laughs> Just depends on who's behind it, right? Um. So that I found that to be really interesting. But uh, as far as this goes, as far, uh, like it's you know it's supposed to be really terrible, super super low budget. <laughs> And that's about all I know about it. Those are all my expectations. Yeah, when I picture it in my head, I picture it like the Incredible Hulk TV series. Like, I picture that kind of quality. Yeah, I don't even think... Yeah, I think it's that kind of quality, but probably not as well written (laughs) from from what I understand. I I think we're going to be really bored Mm. and have plenty to make fun of. Great. Who do we think the bad guy is? Uh, Red Skull. It is Red Skull. That's I, confirmed. I, I, I'm yeah, I like ninety five percent sure. Oh man, what do you think he's gonna look like? Do you think he's just gonna have like a shaved head? You know, I gotta say, yeah. <laughs> I think in the uh, Captain America: The First Avenger, the the MCU movie, it's Red Skull, and I'm pretty sure they went practical, right? I think so. I mean, I yeah. feel, he had a weird nose. He had like no nose, you right? Know? I want to say that it's probably kind of similar to that. Cool. Like I cool. like that in that I think it probably looks okay because it's a practical effect, but I think most other things are just gonna look really awful. Mm-hmm. Are we gonna recognize any of the actors? God, I hope so. Uh, let's. You want to just take a, like everyone say one actor that they hope is in this movie. Kevin, go. Michael J. Fox as Captain America. Whoa, that's good. That's good. <laughs> uh, Keanu Reeves. As the Red Skull. Wow. <laughs> okay. All right, Trevor, go. Uh, David Hasselhoff. As? Nick Fury. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, I'm into that. I'm very, very much into that. Actually, I think there was a movie. At Dave's, there, there is a Nick Fury movie. A Dave's, there is. Yeah, I yeah. saw it. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Well, you were kind of scrambling to be like, okay, what movie, what Marvel movies existed in the 90s? So another, another thing on the table was Blade. Which I do remember watching and loving. I've also watched it pretty recently. You have, yeah. Um, just a, Trevor's a huge Wesley Snipes fan. Huge. Love Blade. Love Snake Eyes. Seeing Snake Eyes. I I don't know. Is that a movie? Yeah. I think it's Nick Cage. I think it's Nick Cage. It's definitely Nick Cage, yeah. but like uh, Wesley Snipes could be in it. I don't know. Wesley Snipes. He's in. Uh, was the Fugitive? Is that one? Or the other one. Uh, U.S. Marshals? U.S. Marshals. U.S. Marshals. I think it's U.S. Marshals. That was a good movie. Us Marshals. The white Man Can't Jump. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tu Wong Fu. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I am. I'm a huge Wesley Swank <laughs> <laughs> uh, Do you guys have any other uh, predictions for for this movie before we before we jump into it, which is on YouTube? It's on YouTube for free. I predict Stan Lee is going to show up. A little short cameo. Yeah, but 
<laughs> you know, he might. Uh, that would be awesome to see a 1990 Stan Lee in there somewhere. That'd be hilarious. Because he was doing it before the MCU. I'm looking for. He was in the X Men. Right. He was in Tobey Maguire's Spider Man. Yeah, he was, right. like, he's been in like every Marvel movie. So this this would be the first Marvel movie I've watched that he's not in somewhere. Is he in Blade? Yeah. Oh, that's a that's actually a good question. We should look for him in Blade. I think it all. I think it partially depends on if he had anything at all to do with the creation <laughs> of the character. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I don't know if he had anything to do with Blade. I, I don't know if he had anything to do with Captain America though, right? I mean, that's that's an old. It's super old, but I, I I think in terms of like writing for the character oh, yeah, and yeah. stuff like that, mm. yeah. not um, just not just creation, but yeah, like you know, has he ever yeah. written an arc? So Maybe so the well. obscure true creator of Captain America will have a cameo. Yeah, he'll like show up, and it'll be like this flashy thing that's weird and yeah. out of place. But what we won't that? know who he is. Why do they give that waiter so much screen time? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that old waiter. Yeah, that very old bartender. I, I will say that, despite like everything about the character of Captain America, me as a person probably shouldn't like. But somehow the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Chris Evans, like they've made made me enjoy that character. He's such a paladin, you know. He's lawful uh, good. He's very lawful. He's good. just a good human. But see, that's my partner Molly hates Chris Evans, Captain America. Like, just hates that character. Hates like hate, she also thinks he's full of shit. Like, thinks he's like you know like he very you know, well made like well, and when also well, is a big fan of like this sort of argument like what is Captain America without war. Well, I what mean, are any of the Avengers well, without absolutely. a war? He was a good person before Civil the war. That's war? Infinity what? Wars? <laughs> Ultron Wars? They're always war. No, I understand that, but like, she's just like, she hates like just the sort of like, I do good all the time, but as soon as there's no conflict, I don't know what to do with myself, so I gotta go make conflict somehow. That's that's how she views Captain America. Is that is that I, shown in the movies? No, I personally don't necessarily <laughs> think so. Uh, I it's the kind of thing we'll have we'll have to have her on sometime to explain her position. On maybe Captain we should call America. her up and get her for the second half. Yeah, she's she's about off work. Love yeah, a talk. Maybe she'll come watch this movie with us. Yeah. Um, no, it's it's easy to make fun of paladins. Because they're paladins. Okay, they're, so, they're just good guys. Uh, for the, our listener base that doesn't know what a paladin Everyone is. Everyone knows what a paladin is. Everybody. Yes, because it's not something that's limited to D&D, Tom. Uh, it comes I, from history. Uh, I understand that. <laughs> not everybody fucking knows what a paladin is, Trevor. Paladin yeah, is a holy warrior or a knight. Um, if you think about like the Arthurian literature, a lot of those guys you can classify as paladins. But if you go to the Crusades, also they would have been the knights that were fighting in the Crusades and stuff like that. Ah, so but in the good the, guys, uh, right? But in in Dungeons and Dragons, they are a lawful good character in the sort of spectrum uh, of you know good and evil and chaos and law. They are all, all the way up there in the top left. <laughs> Of law and good, and they will always follow that like extremely straight moral compass that they have, and they're always easy to make fun of. And you know, in a D and D game, everyone's always making fun of them and doing like crazy shit behind their back and trying to get away with it because they'll play their character if they're trying to play their paladin, right? It's sort of thwarting all the fun. They're no fun because they much. can't do anything fun. Um. That's good to know because I know we've had paladins in our group before, yeah. and I like I oh, do wait. most of the time when we Kevin, play. Kevin, are you telling me right now that you didn't know what a paladin was? There are a lot of times oh, where things happen in D and D, and I'm just like, 
All right. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> oh, oh, our friend's a monk, but he that means he's a good fighter with his fists? Okay. <laughs> Sounds like all the monks I know. This has been a preview for our next podcast called Luncheons and Dragons. Oh, it's happening. Um... All right, I think we're gonna we're gonna watch uh, Captain America, the 1990 classic <laughs> that nobody has seen. Uh, it's on YouTube for free, so go check it out. Um, yeah, yeah. Anything else? Any any last words? I hope it's good. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, I'm about to spend an hour and a half of my life watching <laughs> Let's it. Let's do it. All right, see y'all soon. Captain America, starring what? Ned oh, Beatty. Ned, ba- okay, that's true. I would. He was definitely the one that I recognize, and the best part of the movie, I think, my favorite character, <laughs> definitely. Which is a shame that spoiler alert. If you didn't watch the movie, should have watched it. He dies. Yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, if you're if you're listening to this podcast in the car on your way to go see Infinity War, just turn around right now. Yeah, because you whoa, need whoa. to see this. It has crucial information Essential about viewing. origins of Captain America and the Red Skull, mostly, who is actually Italian. Yeah, yeah. No, you cannot actually go see Infinity War without seeing this movie. I, I, if you do, you're a big, fat poser. Yeah, you're missing absolutely. a lot. You're going to miss a lot. You think you're a fan a of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and you haven't seen this? You ain't a fan. Nope. No. You don't, you don't give a shit about Captain America. <laughs> So right off the bat, I did not give a shit about this Captain America. No. You didn't? No. <laughs> I was uh, extremely bored. Tom, he had polio. Okay. Maybe. A- or a limp. I'm not sure. Yeah. He had the most like minor case of polio. <laughs> he was already reported. a really tall, jock-looking guy yeah. <laughs> with a limp. Right. Oh, man. Very manageable. So I started taking notes on the movie, and I gave up like 30 minutes in because I was just like, I'm going to write something down every 20 seconds. There's a lot. And I keep taking notes. But I I do want to give a shout out to the production company, 21st Century Film Corporation. Oh. Yeah, Yeah. I'm not sure what else they've made. Film Corporation. And uh, shout out to director Albert Pyun. P-Y-U-N. Pine? Pyun? Pyun. Pion. I don't know, but uh, I'm not sure what else he directed, but hopefully this not. was a flaming turd. <laughs> hopefully, I would not say that the direction was the strong suit <laughs> no. of this film. What was the strong suit other than comedy? The, the, Captain the super suit. suit. Yeah. The super suit. The super right. suit, which is flame resistant and it never comes up. Yeah. They, they, they very make a specifically point. <laughs> say, and you get 
That's a gun on the table. That's We're waiting back. for it, the whole thing. Yeah. Good thing she made this super suit before the scientists who also – she makes super suits, but she also makes super serums. And she lost the recipe for all – and shields. And she lost the recipe for all of them when she died. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think like how he got frozen in the ice, it's, it's to say if it's flame resistant, it must be cold resistant. Yeah. And that's yeah. how you know because he wasn't cold. All right. So we should – Somewhere should in talk Alaska. Plot, there was an actual line though about his suit. Once he finally gets turned into finally, what am I saying? Finally, it's, it's 18 minutes immediate. in. We've got Captain America in a suit, uh, which you know, if you watch Captain America: The First Avenger, the MCU movie, it takes oh, God. like 45 minutes at least before you see him in a yeah, there's super more, suit. There was even 15 minutes of him in a suit on a stage in front of like 40s <laughs> yeah. babes, being like, "Support the truth." Yeah, uh, <laughs> right. Because he's actually supposed to be. Uh, he is. He, he, Created to be a super soldier. There's no other super soldiers, but then he's supposed to be a secret weapon. So yes. it's like, no one will know your name. Your, your code name, name will Steve be Rogers. Code Captain name America. Captain America. And code name. You will be a symbol. He didn't just spell it out. He will be a symbol that everyone can can look to in America. And so they tie him to a chair and they shine a bright light on him and it <laughs> short circuits the whole building. Yeah. <laughs> but I said, so after he becomes Captain America, his, uh, his like commanding officer references the crazy fireproof uniform. Right. Yeah. They mentioned that his uniform is fireproof. Yeah, that's... And yet he's never blasted with fire. Yeah. What the nope. fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? That's like showing a gun in the first act. Yeah, yeah that's what Kevin just said. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah okay. We had this whole conversation uh, <laughs> two minutes ago. I'm sorry, I was just looking over my notes. I was multitasking. I, yeah, no, I was looking over my notes trying to figure out what some of it meant, and one of them was, where did you say that launch site was? Where, where did you say that launch site was? Yeah, that, yeah. Was a, that was a line in the movie. Yep, I remember that. That was good. Um, okay, so it starts in 1936, in the home of, of the, the Red Skull, who yeah. is a child prodigy. He's very intelligent. Apparently, everyone's telling everyone about it because the fascists come in. They're like, we are looking for intelligent children. We're going to kill all of you, and we're going to take your child and make him watch. Yeah. And, uh, Tom, what was that a lovely Chopin piece that he was playing? Uh, it was the raindrop prelude. Now, you did have some praise for the way that they, they, they turned the page at the right moment. They did turn the page Tom. at the right moment. I was, <laughs> was surprised good. by that. That was good. That was the only praise I think that you had. Yeah, well, as far role. as everything else goes, the music and sound mixing was was awful. Okay, yeah, it was just like randomly cut off, like literally just cut off, no fade or anything. We talked mm. about this music cues and stuff because of the editing. It was so, real bad. Yeah, because I'm not a filmmaker, but I feel like <laughs> they did it in the wrong order. None of us here are filmmakers. I'm not a filmmaker, but if you if you make a cut. In, in the film, doesn't yeah. shouldn't the score like shouldn't you score it after all or like have all the music come in after you feel like cut that would be a good video. What typically happens in post is you'll get a picture lock where all the scenes are edited and finished the way you want them to be, and then you do sound. Yeah, as yeah. a composer, that would I imagine make it much easier. Sound is the absolute Absolutely. last part of the <laughs> editing process. Sure, except sure. for maybe color correction. Oh yeah, you know I said you said none of us here are filmmakers, but you have you have filmmaking. I went to film right? school. Yeah, yeah. You film school. Yeah, so. I'm not. I stand corrected. Yeah. All that I can think I would have <laughs> would have happened there is they were like. This shot of him running up to see Bernie on the beach is too not long. Make, that's, does not make sense. And yep. then they had to Bernie Sanders. They had to cut it out like after they finished the print of the film, and yeah. then tape it together in the in the editing box. 
in the sound booth. In Cap- the booth where they pro- – in the projection booth. Yeah. They would have had to tape it together there. So they did a bad job. Yeah. Captain America gets strapped to a rocket. Okay, so Captain America in his first mission, he gets changed into Captain America. This is, I think, I don't know, five years after the Red Skull thing, a couple years after. Seven. Seven years after we see Red Skull as a kid. 1943. It's mentioned that he, Red Skull is now this super soldier kind of mm-hmm. like character and he's causing a bunch of problems and there's a rocket. Yeah. And he's built a rocket and he's going to shoot the White House with it. And so they're like, all right, Captain America, you're Captain now. They don't give him any other. He's just, they just say, you're Captain America. And it's great because, like, from that point on, he has the suit and he's already wearing it. Yeah. They I feel parachute like him down. Every origin movie, you see at least five minutes of the suit being put together or someone telling you how the suit no, he's works. Just in and it. Here it is. He's already in it. He's ready to jump out of a plane. But right. does he jump out of the plane or does a little tiny action figure <laughs> yeah, parachute yeah, down out of the plane? You see him jump out, though. Because yeah. he goes, I love you, Bernie. I love and you, then Bernie. He jumps out. Bernie's and then, his childhood sweetheart. And then the other commanding officer on the plane like watches him go, and he's like, God bless you, Captain God, America. America. I want to mention, I want to mention like this whole this whole like uh, goodbye party too before he went off to become Captain America. Because oh, yeah. they talk about like how me and this other person are the only people that know Captain America's secret identity. But like they have this whole like goodbye, goodbye. Like sure, maybe they don't know where he's going, but there's a whole lot of people that he's off to some secret. Yeah, it's not like an orphan thing. or something. They know like he's that. going to war because his mom pulls him aside and it's like. This was your father's medal went before yeah. he died. And they the also war. know that he had Be polio. careful out also, there, boy. They're from Redondo Beach, California. Right. Yeah. He's not a kid from – he's not a scrappy not kid from, from Brooklyn. Brooklyn. <laughs> he is a tall, uh, broad man from California. And he's got kind of With a hair, polio. hairdo. With yeah. polio. With polio, which is a limp for him. <laughs> it's a limp. And yeah, yeah, everything not, else is fine. He didn't go full FDR. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he gets in his first fight. Uh, he fights some guys, some Nazis, and then he should, and Red Skull's there. And he just loses. Yeah. Immediately. Gets trapped to a rocket. He's heading for the White House. He kicks it hard enough that it changes course. But all the while, the well, yeah, some little yeah. boy is taking a picture who we don't know yet, but he's going to become president someday. That little yeah. boy is on the White House lawn at taking pictures. four in the morning yeah. <laughs> because we see him in a hotel room with his mom looking out the window. His mom's like, Tom, you got to go to bed. And he's like, how am I supposed to sleep, mom? We're in Washington, D.C. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Big deal. Big yeah. deal. And uh, that little boy grows up, becomes president. We can tell because of newspaper articles. Yeah. So I, yeah, got, they, I honestly got to say this, I thought was one of the more creative and better things about the movie was the way that they, they, they pass time with these major headlines. You right? thought the but creative then, way that they pass time in this movie was the spinning newspaper. Well, no, 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 The way that each newspaper had like a big headline, but then it would zoom yeah. on some Nixon tiny, like, quits. It would be like some small headline about it was the local boy, paper. Yeah. About, yeah. The, about the boy like raising through the ranks of like local politics and stuff. Right. And then finally the, the one time it zooms in on the real big one is when he wins the presidency, which I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's kind of okay. I can see where like there were some people involved with this film that had like some story, some good boarding, ideas. Mm-hmm. I guess storyboarding experience. Yeah. But so yeah, Steve Rogers he he doesn't hit radical coincidence. The next pre- or the president of the United States, and he instead goes to Alaska. But it Can is you imagine Im- that butterfly. Attack? It's wow. very <laughs> important to note to note that that little boy is there on the White House lawn. 
taking pictures of the White House with his little camera. camera. And then he looks up and zooms in on Captain America strapped to the top of this (laughs) rocket and gets a pretty clear shot of his face (laughs) that he can hold on to in reference 40, 50 years later. But much much later uh, in the present day, when they do finally meet again, there is is this moment between them when when he's like, I'm saving you, Mr. President. We've met before. And I don't I, see how that's possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, and, you and, were that kid? And you, were like, the you were that little boy. You were that boy. You were the little boy with the camera that I've I saw waiting. when I was strapped to a rocket headed right for the White House and I was busy trying to make it change course. Yeah. Yeah. Waiting for this moment for a long time, Captain America. I always yeah, wanted to meet that boy. I guess if you were watching the movie with Gee us, whiz. you would have heard both Trevor and I at the exact same time say, Kiss. 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 Because <laughs> they have that moment of realization and they look right at They're each other. Real goes, close. Gee whiz. Like he's wow. ready. Wow. Uh, so he lands in the ice. And we were kind of, I was excited that they went that way because in yeah. the Captain America, uh, the first Avenger thing, it takes the entire movie for him to get in the ice. Yeah. yeah. And then for it to go to modern day 1990. Yeah, this was like Captain America 1 and 2. Yeah. In one. One hour and thirty-seven minute long movie, guys. Do you think yeah, it's kind of see on long? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it felt pretty long. Um, do you guys think it's weird when movies from the past do flashbacks to the past, and then when it comes when it goes back to the present, you know, nineteen ninety, you're like, wow, this still looks really weird. Yeah, here we are mm. in the future in the of nineteen ninety. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. It does like it doesn't have the yeah. same effect of that was the past. As it probably did. I don't know. It'll be interesting to look at uh, something like the the more recent Captain America movie uh, in like twenty years when it's like here we are in the future twenty eleven yeah. or whenever the first Captain America movie was. Right. Um, it's also important to note that the future of nineteen nineties, the Berlin Wall had not been torn down. Right. Yet. There was still right. a reference they to were West Germany. Talking about West Germany in it, yeah, because it was definitely because the wall came down in ninety, which is when this came out. So they were definitely making it pre, like before they were like, "This is a sure thing." <laughs> yeah. yeah. <All> right. <laughs> Yeah, thought the wall would stand forever. Because the West Germans find him in the ice, and he breaks out, and then he, like, <laughs> he just, Bigfoot walks through Canada. He just sees that they're speaking German, he goes, Nazis. And he just walks away, yeah. and they lose him. Because he doesn't, he doesn't try to fight them thinking they're Nazis, yeah. but he doesn't, like, try to talk to them either. He just walks away into the wilderness of northern Alaska, into the wilderness of northern Canada, mm. where somehow a bunch of people find him. Yeah. Like the Arctic like man's sighted in Canada. <clears throat> yeah, Ned Beatty, Otis from Superman, uh, finds him. He's a Real reporter, easy. and he was the president's friend as a kid. Yeah, talk. he had the Dakota ring. And he's basically <laughs> Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> he's, got, he's a super conspiracy. He's got the pamphlets and portfolios. He pulls up, he sees Captain America getting chased on a motorcycle <laughs> and drives off the road and, like, pushes his passenger door open. It's like, get in, get, get in, in, Captain America. He gets in and just starts spouting this conspiracy <laughs> theory. <laughs> Red Skull, he, he killed the president. He killed he killed Kennedy, all he the killed, Kennedys. Well, he killed Martin Luther King. He killed Jr. Martin Luther King and all the Kennedys. And now you're you gotta kill him, which leads to the best prank. <laughs> 
Oh, the gosh. Movie. You mean one of Captain America's superpowers? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, He's really good at it. He just, like, the, the, so he does two things a lot in this movie. The first one is throw his shield and have it come back, just like we expect Captain America to do. The second thing he does is feign car sickness. <laughs> Get the person driving to pull over. Then he gets out and walks a, a, a distance away from the vehicle until the person is Leans over. visibly concerned, concerned comes runs out, and says, are you okay? And then he runs. just runs to the driver's seat and drives off. Steals their car. Yeah, he left dead Petey in the wilderness of Canada yeah. all by his old self. He does that twice in the movie, and like I said, it's his second most used. <laughs> Superpower, yeah. Because he did it the second time in Italy, and I was like, to his, "No way!" To the daughter of his girlfriend, who is played by the same yes. actress. I almost feel like too, like he kind of like almost. You can almost see him look at the camera when he's the second time that he does this trick. He's like, "Hey, I'm not feeling so good," and you can I just almost he's see his like, eyes like kind of look over, like, huh, "Yeah, you guys know this song and dance." But then he gets out of the car and he tries to like fake vomit a little more than he did the yeah, first time. And for a second, I was like, "Oh, oh he actually was sick. Sick. Oh, yeah, I'd get out of the I car and, and <laughs> are you okay, good. Captain hey, America?" You know, someday though he's gonna, he's going to be really sick, and you know what? None I'm of not, us. I'm not going to pull over. I just hope over. he does it no, in use Infinity a War. It's the boy who faint cars. <laughs> I hope he does that trick yeah. too. <laughs> pull Thanos, over the hovercraft. I'm going to be sick. Thanos, pull over. Pull over. This isn't isn't working for me. Can we talk about his superpowers for a second? So they 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 don't really use serum. They they flash the light at him, yeah. and then there's yeah, they like flash a strobe light at him. really the practical bright, effect. Very it doesn't bright, even really strobe. Slow. Yeah, it just flashes. It's just a and then there's sparks. Swells. Yeah, sparks. Yeah, yeah, so then it shows his muscles swelling slightly. Just his leg muscles too. Yeah, his calves. His, his calves and his nice. knees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like honestly, though, if you're making super soldiers, and in a lot of the other Marvel shows now, there's like talk of super soldiers and stuff like that and yeah. like the shows and stuff it makes a little more sense than this real small thin kid in the uh, Captain America the first Avenger getting like really big and tall and his bones growing and yeah. where'd all that extra ma- like actual physical mass come from mm. I'm not a scientist but well, where did he absorb all that stuff from yeah that's good you, you need mass good question you see his legs change because that means he doesn't have polio anymore. He doesn't have polio. That's the polio that was, leaving his body. Uh, <laughs> and then his muscles, the muscles filling grow. the space <laughs> that polio right. took up. Yeah, it's a little swelling. Yeah. Um, but he gets shot immediately. Remember? The Nazi guy shoots Yeah, yeah twice. He gets shot and you're like, oh, is he, is he okay? Is he impervious to bullets? He killed that guy. No, he he's actually. Going. Yeah, and then he's in the hospital for a minute and then he's like. Yeah. Where that where, was that? that yeah, that that's was the when scene. he's like, "Where was that launch site? Where was that launch site?" Because they're talking outside of his hospital. Like, we really need, we really need him to save because the, the missile's going to hit us. He's in bed, like in a coma. <laughs> where was that launch site? Stands right up. Um, the president uh, kicks a lot of ass in this. He's like he, action president. You mean uh, Jimmy Carter 2.0? Yeah, he's super environmentalist. <laughs> yes. And honestly, he looks like Carter kind of. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. And, and he's, his whole thing is like his speech at the beginning, his terrible speech, which I agree with, <laughs> but is terrible. Uh-huh. Uh, we're going to lose a lot of jobs. This is medicine we have to take. <laughs> this is medicine. Yeah. Or you have to take your medicine. Or you're going to die. You might not. 
won't die quick, but we're gonna die. Interesting because Jimmy End Carter, Jimmy Carter, definitely made a speech a lot like that. The medicine thing. Well, yeah. just of just like the hey, here's an environmental message. Yeah, that's gonna. Well, too, lose me a lot of votes. Yeah, at the end of the no movie, one, no one wants to hear that. Apparently, shut up, Jimmy Carter. Get those solar panels off your roof. Yeah. At Go the, back to farming peanuts. At the very end of the movie, after Captain America, like, turns to the camera. Oh, my God. And there's, like, an extreme close-up of his face, and then it turns into a cartoon still of Captain America. There's a voiceover that's like, President uh, Jimmy Carter, too, signed an Environmental Protection Act today that doesn't seem to be in any way related to the story you just saw. And at the end of it, he said something weird. He said, keep up the good fight, Captain America. <laughs> Who knows what that means? That's a secret. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the captain, he does win in the end. He fights off the Red Skull and his Red Skull's daughter. And Red Skull is like Red Skull at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, he's actually, he's the red face. really scary. Like, scarier than Hugo Weaving looked, I thought. But then in Act 2, he gets, like, plastic surgery. When he's easily also, 73 years so old. So he just looks like scary. a bumpy Italian man. Played by a guy from Ohio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, um, no, that's pretty... Yeah. He sounded like Dracula. Oh, Captain America! You ought to come to my castle! Yes, it's a real castle! Was he Transylvanian? (laughs) I don't know. I have a head now! (laughs) It was not. Yeah, Um, yeah, well, that's. uh, Like, in the beginning, they definitely show Germans and Nazis, but there's, like, a heavy. And Italians. yeah, Yeah, and Italians, but, like, the sort of, like, the German Nazi stuff goes away almost immediately. Yeah, and the modern day, they just become like mafia members. Yeah. Right, yeah. So, yeah, he. Oh, yeah, so Captain America tricks him into cutting off his own hand. Yeah, because he's missile tied thing. to the missile, grabs his hand, so and he's, he's g- like. It's easy, it's cheaper for people to fly together. It's like he says right, something like that. Something quippy. And then, but yeah, so in 1990, though, Captain America is fighting a 74-year-old one-handed super soldier, yeah. which just isn't really as threatening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, although it's, I still, it's weird, even though he had, like, some, like, super serum, because he was, like, supposed to be, like, the first super soldier, Red Skull, that is, mm-hmm. like, uh, he was, like, I don't know, maybe an 11-year-old boy. And then it said seven years later, so he was maybe 18 in 1943. Right. Yeah. When he, like, I don't know, there was, uh, I, you know, it doesn't fucking matter. This movie was fucking terrible through and through. <laughs> and, like, none of it. I was extremely bored. It was having, I was, like, having a real hard time keeping, keeping my eyes on open. I don't know. There's enough weird phony drama to keep me going. I thought it was pretty it. funny. Yeah. <laughs> Just the fact, like, I don't know. I know Tom wasn't as impressed about this as Trevor and I were. But no. the fact that the mom and the daughter are played <laughs> by the was, exact same actress. It was so good because I, I wasn't entirely sure, but I was like, I think it's the same. I think it's got to yeah. be the same person. You don't yeah. see him in the same shot, but and then, she has that, like, Doc Brown age makeup well, on. Yeah, but even better, the same actress plays the young version of herself in 1943, then yeah. the old version right, of herself yeah. in the nine ninety ninety and and her daughter. Her daughter. <laughs> no, it's definitely a funny move. Uh, but it's funny because they 
there's no way that was supposed to be funny when they made the no, movie. No, absolutely not. They were like, they'll just look so, so similar. And they're like, and man, we saved ten thousand dollars. Oh, every every second they could have someone have a voiceover and just like show oh, yeah. the hands or something like mm-hmm. that. They took it. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. Uh, also, do you think Captain America was pretty old? Like, didn't he look kind of old to yeah. be, like, looked, an 18-year-old? Like, he looked like, like a 40s like, man. Yeah, like, I'd say anywhere from mid-30s to mid-40s. I'd give him that 10-year gap. Yeah, yeah if I'd say 42 if I had to put a number on it. <laughs> He's, He's a 42-year-old polio survivor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And there's barely any action. In yeah. There. there was very, very little action. Even uh, in the and, first showdown. And in the action sequences, just the... Um, any actual action that was shot was like a super close up, mm-hmm. you know, and it was like really bad uh, sound effects and really and really yeah. uh, like unconvincing like combat, like mm. like and it's like you know didn't feel those hits. He threw his shield once yeah. and it chopped a guy's gun in half. That was that was great, pretty sweet. That was, awesome. that was pretty good. And he did a couple flips, I guess. Mm-hmm. The shield was barely useful, like, as far as a shield most of the time. He used it a lot, but you didn't really get a lot of deflection and also, stuff. Like, I know, like, in the in the new movies, it's it's definitely, it's a prop slash also CG a lot of the time. Oh, yeah. But at least it looks like metal. Oh, this was flimsy This plastic. was, like, yeah. definitely, like, something this was, we would get. Uh, we had to go to the Halloween, a, like, Halloween store. Halloween store, yes. <laughs> because <laughs> we forgot to make this prop. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they didn't go put to, a lot of or like, talk uh, about Hey, I, isn't your daughter good at paper mache? <laughs> like, it was pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, this movie was also filled with I call them the wet hot American summer motorcycle <laughs> yes. chase. Where Captain America is running, running on foot and being pursued by... At least one mo- person on a motorcycle and somehow evading them either through the woods of Canada or the streets of Italy. <laughs> Put a hay bale in the middle of the road. Or two children uh. slowly pushing a ball back and forth. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cut to the car. Danger, Cut to the ball. Danger, danger, danger. They oh, just man. keep pushing the ball and they look over and see it, the car barreling towards them. Yeah. Oh, so good. Good. That's great. It's great stuff. A lot of fodder there. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you haven't seen Captain America 1990, that's the na- that's the full title of this movie now. Captain America 1990. You should definitely see it. It's a bad 70s B movie that <laughs> got frozen in somewhere in Alaska <laughs> and then was thawed out in 1990. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah, I, I, I don't even know. Like, I guess that's a good way. It's like, I guess a '70s B movie. But outside of that, I don't know what else, what other like aesthetic to put it because it definitely had like some budget behind it. Like, I think definitely more because the other thing we were talking about doing today was the 1994 like like lost un- in like, space. No, 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 oh. no, no. Unreleased. Um, Ignore that. Ignore yeah. <laughs> no, trade that's, secrets. That's probably coming later. Uh, no, the the Fantastic Four movie that was made in like I, th- I think it's 1994. The other one, no one knows about. And I've definitely seen uh, some footage from that. And like, if I it, like if I just had to guess because we haven't watched it yet, I would say that probably this movie is probably better. Uh, <laughs> really? <laughs> I, if I had to put money on it right now without with only having seen one, uh, yeah. 
Wow. So maybe mm. we should we should probably revi- we should probably not revisit but visit let's visit the <laughs> yeah. Fantastic Four the first time the Fantastic 1994 movie we'll, um, we'll do that when they remake the Fantastic Four stick. again again for the fourth time yeah or I guess we'll remake for the third time uh, but make for the fourth time anyway this movie had some great original songs written by someone who's not quite Bruce Springsteen but also not quite Randy Newman that is also true he's one of them yeah he's in between somewhere in the middle and also like a country guy yeah we probably could have stuck around long enough in the credits to figure out who but I really uh, I have other important things to do today like yeah uh, Tom really didn't feel this movie like like bash my head into a wall voluntarily (laughs) Um, you guys got any other uh, fun notes about Captain America? I don't think so. Cap is super old. That's what I wrote. Yeah, I don't know. I think I liked it more than Tom did. Yeah, I probably. But I, lo- I love those bad cheesy seventies movies. Yeah. Obviously, this wasn't a seventies movie. Sure. But in my head and in my heart and in this film's heart, I think it was. <laughs> Yeah, it was, that's a great way of describing it, yes. Absolutely. No Stan Lee in this movie, too. No, but he, was, exact, a producer. he was a producer, so we did see his we name really in the credits. Hoped, I was really yeah. hoping he'd I was, show yeah, up. Yeah, somewhere, like, it probably would have been... It was before he was like, the super fans are paying to see me in these films. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would have been cool. All right, well, uh, go check this movie out if you want. And uh, then go see Infinity War. Yeah, watch it first. Yeah, definitely watch this first. Yeah. Don't go see Infinity War without seeing this. Because go when Captain America tells Iron Man to pull the car over, you're going to be so <laughs> confused if you haven't you're seen this so movie. Lost. You're going to be ready. Um, all right, Kevin, thank you so much for being on this thanks, week. Kev. Hey, thanks for having me. Absolutely. And uh, we have uh, The Last Hurrah, one of the uh, the <clears throat> annual podcasts. Yeah. We're uh, taping an episode. Taping. <laughs> We're recording an episode this Sunday, April 29th. At 7 o'clock. It's seven. a free comedy show that's recorded live, so please come be in our audience. At the Maryland Ensemble Theater in Frederick, Maryland. That's at uh, 31 West Patrick Street, Frederick, Maryland. It's in the basement of the building. Yes, it's in the basement. Yeah. Underground, <laughs> and uh, it's going to be a great show. But it's a real feature. It's going to feature uh, members of uh, pretty much all the podcasts on yeah. the annual network. So come check it out. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, First time, some of us will be all on the same show. Yeah, whoa, it's going to be cool. Cool. Yeah, it's going to be kind of like Infinity. It's like the Infinity yeah. Oh my War gosh, it is wow. the annual yeah. assemble. <laughs> we're going to have <laughs> annual assemble. Yes. and we're going to have our arch nemesis. On it too. Mm-hmm. Do we have Who's that? Yeah. Well, you'll have to come oh, by and see. Have to find out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, thanks for listening uh, to this episode about Captain America 1990. Uh, Trevor. Tom. Parting words of wisdom for our avid, avid <sighs> listeners. Well, I think we can learn a lot from how Captain America dealt with his arch nemesis, which is if you really want to trip him up for a minute, record, find a recording of when he was abducted as a child and, and his family was, and it was murdered. actually recorded as he's playing piano and his, he's forced to watch his entire family murdered. And he might like pause in his evil plans for a second for a little bit of nostalgia. 
just enough time for you to throw your shield at him. Yeah. And then Terry Gilliam can make an animation of a little man falling off a giant cliff. <laughs> Bouncing on the rocks. Yeah, just because if you want to spend that time to actually go to the childhood home of your arch rival and dig up some stuff, it might be useful. That's all. All right. Don't forget to change the batteries in your smoke detectors. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs> Right now.